0: Friends, it's Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Orange County, California uh, on a Saturday evening. Woohoo! Partying in, on a Saturday evening in Orange County. How's that? Yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we're here for the Living Fearless Devotional, in just case you're wondering, since I'm on uh, a, a few different shows, you mm. know, very popular.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> amazing.
0: <laughs> what should people know about the Resurrect Ministry?
1: Resurrect ministry.com is where you can find all of our content in. We uh, would love for you to check it out, like share, subscribe the YouTube videos, the podcast information. It is not only this show, but Andy's fearless man podcast and my articles in the Christian posts and the show I do with Alejandro hundred called remnant rising on his glory TV. We also have some great Bible resources, pastors, worship bands to listen to, and we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a comment. And if you care to partner with us, we'd love um, to have you do that as well.
0: Absolutely. One of the most important things you can do, as what just happened just now, is you can comment and show us that you are watching, where you're watching from, if you have any comments about the devotional or any any of our uh, words that we're um, speaking in regard to the devotional, we would love to hear uh, your take on what it is we have to say. And uh, tonight we're not going to do a talking point because it's late and we have a worship night tomorrow that we're preparing Yay, for yes. and so we have several a lot to do so we uh, just um, we're going to hit the devotional and hit it pretty strong and anything you guys want to talk about feel free to comment and we will do our best to get to them before we sign off so we have carrie news watching and we have iris watching hello iris Hi, iris. thank you for uh commenting we really look forward to your comments all right oops uh we're reading from morning by morning by charles spurgeon uh, it's his devotional and the reference is ezra 822 There's a book named Ezra?
1: Yes. It's actually a very important book.
0: Oh. Ezra?
1: Yes. The prophet Ezra.
0: (laughs) Interesting. It says in Ezra 8.22, I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from enemies on the road because he had told the king, the gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to him, but his great anger is against all who forsake him. So essentially, he he, did, he already said how much he believed in God and how much God would right. protect him.
1: And then he would say, give me 300 horses would be kind of yeah. hypocritical. Oh.
0: <laughs> okay. So apparently,
1: that's what Spurgeon thinks, too. All
0: right. Well, Spurgeon says in this devotional, a security entourage would be a desirable thing for some travelers. But a holy concern of being ish, being shamed and embarrassed would not allow Ezra to ask for one. He was afraid the heathen king would think his declarations of faith in God would be perceived as mere hypocrisy or that the king would believe the God of Israel was unable to preserve his own worshippers. Ezra would not allow even his mind to lean on an arm of flesh in a matter so evidently of the Lord. Therefore, his caravan set out without any visible protection, but guarded by him who is the sword and shield of his people. What a shame that so few believers have such a holy jealousy for God as Ezra, even those who in some respect walk by faith, but who occasionally mar the luster of their testimony by craving help for man. It is the most blessed thing to have no safety fallback position, or in other words, to work without a net standing upright and firm on the rock of ages, upheld by the Lord alone. Would any believers really want government financial aid for their church if they remembered that the Lord is dishonored by asking for Caesar's help, as though God could not supply for the needs of his own cause? Would we be so quick to run to friends and family for assistance if we remembered that the Lord is glorified by our absolute reliance on his arm alone? My soul, wait uh, only upon God. Someone may ask, but aren't aren't we to use everything at our disposal? Of course we are, but our error seldom lies in neglecting to use whatever means we have, but far more frequently in foolishly believing in our means rather than believing in God. Few of us err in neglecting to use the help of others, but many of us sin in making too much of it. Believer, learn to glorify the Lord by neglecting by neglecting to use your own means or the help of others if by using them you would dishonor the name of the lord wow very I got significant it. it was way better that time that i read it
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> Carrie, kate's got a new picture hi kate oh look at that
0: oh she changed from the queen uh nice to see you kate is that you
1: yeah is that a yeah. picture of you
0: kate yeah yeah that's awesome and it looks like, is that Iris? Uh, what's it looks like?
1: No, that looks like some, it's like a cartoon car- like a in, character, like a movie character. Indiana Jones? Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, the, on our side, they're very small. So don't think that we're necessarily blind, but they're very tiny. Um, at first, can I tell you what I first thought? Yes. I was like a little concerned. Because I worry about um, like the church of, uh, the, the, what is it? Science? Was it church? Science? Scientology? No, no, no. The science. Letter day
1: Saints? No. no. Church of Sin- the Scientology. Uh, yeah, sorry. what's it called? <laughs> Zara went to one of their schools, actually. Um, Christian Science.
0: Yeah, Christian Science. Those types of, of people that they
1: refuse
0: to, isn't it? Medical Are they the care? ones who refuse yes. to go to a doctor, refuse to go to? They any... go to
1: doctors, but they refuse medical care. They can't take medicine or yeah. get surgery.
0: So at first, I was feeling that that was a little bit of, of that message that, you know, we don't mm-hmm. need and it, I know, but that's what I got the first time. I'm so glad the second time I was paying attention, oh. even though I was reading it the first time. I'm more concerned about pronouncing the words right than I am about actually hearing it sometimes. But uh, wow, that I think it was like towards the second half that he says, okay, now sometimes th- th- you have no choice but to uh, right. go to an expert like, I can't operate on myself if I have a...
1: No, I'm I mean, sorry. But I, yeah. I think he's referring to going for help, meaning financial help.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, can you bail me out? I'm having financial struggles. It seems that... Let's see if he uses... What words he uses in specific. Uh,
0: well, just while you're looking at that, what, what I got the second time, though, uh-huh. was that, you know, what was happening during the pandemic. So many people were frightened and scared and, and not praying and they were closing the churches because of the, you know, churches were closing their churches, you know, and not relying on God at a time when God was surely needed uh, for prayer and for comfort and for um, speaking to people that were living in fear on a daily basis. Absolutely. I
1: think this is telling. He's like, he says, believer, learn to learn to glorify the Lord by neglecting Mm -hmm. to use your own means or the help of others. If when you use them, you'll dishonor the name of the Lord. So it's not like I'm moving. Can you help me? But when using it dishonors your trust in the Lord. And I have an example of a very dear friend of mine, my first mentor in the faith. And the Lord has she was living in a state that she didn't even know. She ended up there because of her husband. And then her husband ran off with some girl and she got stuck in this. It was actually a tragic story. She was in the middle of stage four cancer almost died, and then he ran off. And she got stuck in a state she knows nobody, and in the, in the middle of nowhere. And then, you know, all of us were always like, "God, we can't wait to leave until the Lord." She's like, "I can't leave until the Lord calls me out," you know. And so, when the Lord called her out, she had no financial means to leave. She spent many nights in her car. Many of us volunteered. She never asked for a dime. Many of us volunteered to give her money mm-hmm. so that she'll stay in a hotel. But she just kept saying, I trust in the Lord. I trust in the Lord. He called me out. He will provide. And so some nights were difficult, but um, her car was supposed to be repossessed and it never did. And she ended up going to a place that um, she was helping out a friend and they offered her a full time job. She now lives on site. So the Lord did. The Lord did provide every time. He did provide every time. And so it's just really cool to watch people that have that kind of faith. Another one is our friend Glenn. Uh, the Lord told him to quit his job, and he didn't know when, where his next check would come from. And the Lord ended up miraculously providing for him in a variety of ways, and he just he just trusted.
0: Do you think, though, and of those stories, and I think I think your yogurt, uh, frozen yogurt thing uh, incident was a little bit of that too, right? It may be so much to teach. The lady you were helping there at the yogurt store where this lady needed financial help to have a place to stay and you were you showed up and you don't even know why because yeah. you, never, you don't ever really go stop there, there. <laughs> and suddenly by yourself you're at a yogurt shop which kind of made me laugh like you did what um but i
1: originally uh, wanted a cookie which is common for me to go get that gluten-free cookie the yogurt shop never yeah. i literally have never gone there by myself so
0: but i think there, there's a little bit of, of, of god also teaches this lesson to people like if you have faith I will bring you help. Yes, and so there's the teaching of, and there's the reinforcement teaching. of people who know it, like you. That and you go, oh my gosh! And there's an it gives both right.
1: of us right to be blessed because those of us that are trying to hear the Lord speak get blessed by like, oh my God, I heard you, it was right. And the person who is crying to the Lord gets their mm-hmm. prayer answered. So it's a blessing. The whole cycle of walking with the Lord is reinforced when everybody does what they're supposed to do.
0: So then let me take us into a little bit of a parallel. I hope I can do this um, intelligently. And that is we've been learning about parables. And one of the things about parables, parables that Jesus says is that people that aren't believers don't understand. And so I'm wondering if this may be a portion of scripture, it may not be this one uh, directly, but something like this where people that aren't really interested in knowing what the Bible says read something and try to use it
1: oh all the time like
0: like uh, Christian scientists and no this doesn't say that you don't go to a doctor this doesn't say you don't go for it happens help all the time and so it could be they read it and maybe in their heart like I did one of the first time I read it, I go wait is they telling us not to use like outside help for anything
1: i didn't think of that at all i didn't, I didn't even have me. <laughs> because but i wasn't focused but I they mean, obviously I'm... get some bible reference to do that hmm. you know so i that's a really good point
0: and i think that's important why you need to stay in the word because I, there are many times that i can read something on um, these devotionals or even in the bible or even at bible study when somebody's talking about something the first time we go over Context, it too. uh they go over it and you as as I do in my little tiny little human brain is that I'll pick out little tiny things and they're not there's no connection, made And I'm kind of confused for a second. Then we often read it again or we rehash it. Or what we did um at Life Group the other day where it went out on a on a yeah. whiteboard and he went piece by piece and I go, wow, that really just put it all together and made it a little bit more clear. Um, you don't need that kind of thing, but I, sometimes I need that kind of thing.
1: Obviously, a lot of people <laughs> need it because they do it with, with thousands and thousands of people. So. But,
0: but that is the incredibly important thing to remember why we go to Calvary Chapel Hill, Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, why we um, go to life groups like we go to um, a teaching by uh, Chris uh, Ward about uh, angels and demons is that you just need to always you never know enough. No, of any subject. And if we really truly want to know what God's word is and what it means and how we're supposed to follow it, we have to be in it. And in some cases we have to study it, especially when we're not quite sure what it says. Whenever it feels like it's not of God, probably, or it's like, this seems strange that God would want us to do this. We probably need to read it again.
1: And it's so, and I think when pastors are constantly encouraging us to spend time in the world, in the word, is because context matters. So when you go to a class and you're learning just a piece of scripture, you don't understand the context. Uh, even oftentimes when we're reading just a quote, if I don't remember the context, I have to pull up the whole chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like if you start to talk about a piece of scripture without remembering the context, uh, you can not only mislead yourself, but for us on a devotional, we can mislead other people. Right. Uh, so the context is really important because that context of Ezra is very significant because the um, Jews were in exile for 70 years in Babylon. And Cyrus, the king of Persia, who was a nonbeliever, got a message from God to allow the Jews to return to build the temple. Hmm. So they go, the in the book of Ezra, they're going back to rebuild it. And so on that journey, Ezra's saying, oh, you know, I told him, thank you. You're going to let us go back. We have trust in the Lord. He will protect us. Now, wh- what am I going to look like if I go back and I'm like, I need 400 soldiers and, you know, 60 horsemen. Mm-hmm. Then, then what kind of trust? He just He just heard from the Lord to let us go back. And then I'm going to be so hypocritical that I don't trust that God's going to like will God order a heathen king to send us back to build a temple and then kill us all on the road you know what I mean like the whole context of the story is why Ezra says this he's like I can't do that you know what I mean I have to go in faith this is what going back after 70 years the temple's destroyed we're rebuilding it if I don't believe that this is God and he's not going to kill me on the road Mm. then what am I doing this for
0: right wow so good Right. So good. Carrie New says here, um, people say that she's being prideful when she doesn't ask for help.
1: See, and sometimes there's that, <laughs> you know, and I think it all, I think it all depends. It all depends. Like I gave the example of my friend, you know, could she have taken a big chunk of money from all of her friends and then just went straight to her destination mm-hmm. and gotten a place to stay? Probably. But it was the journey, the faith that grew in her, the trust that grew in her, the revelation she received from the Lord for going on that journey was what she was after. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just getting from point A to point B. So I hope in your experience, Carrie, that the waiting, the trusting uh, has built your faith.
0: Absolutely. Wayne Williams says hi from San Diego. Hi, Wayne. Shalom. Actually, says shalom.
1: Shalom, shalom. Peace.
0: (laughs) I love that. Uh, Yes,
1: God is always provided, Carrie says. Yep,
0: absolutely. And then uh, Carrie says.
1: Ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom as you read. Amen. Absolutely.
0: If I can go back to the little bit of that medical uh, point that kind of came up in my mind and thinking about the uh, Christian scientists is that going back to my time in the hospital with COVID, um, that was a really important time for me to become closer to God and to pray that he would not only uh, have a hand in my healing to bring me back to you that I just met, like, God, listen, I probably been waiting all my life for this woman. And now, now. (laughs) Um, That's how I
1: knew you weren't going (laughs) to (laughs) die.
0: But I think it's, it's also important that when you do have people that, you're in their hands, like I was at the, in the hands of people at Kaiser Permanente, which was the nurses and things like that. Is that they? I, I believe that this has a connection. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. That they saw that I had belief and that I was going to God, and I believe in some way, in addition to them saying so, it gave them comfort to know that I was spirit-filled. That either way that it turned out, <laughs> you're
1: going to be okay. That I was going to be
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I felt like that that was an important part of, of and I, I was told a few times didn't make by, them lazy. by more than one of the waitresses, no, that they looked forward to coming into my room to do what they need to do, whether it was change my IV or the bag of whatever poison they were giving me, it turns out. Um, and they didn't know. They weren't, I mean, I don't think those people are trying to poison me. I don't think, but <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Is that yeah, the, the people around you need to see your faith in God. Absolutely. That you know what? Absolutely. I I know that God's going to take care of me. He could be taking care of me by taking me to heaven. He could be taking care of me by healing me and taking me back to my family. But either way, uh, he's going to provide. Amen. And that I think that that's so important in in your um, in your daily walk that people see your confidence in God. Yes. And I think that's kind of what I also got from that story. Is that he goes, yeah, although he, he thought about it for a second, he goes, "No, I got to show that I have, I believe in confidence, what I say. Yes. I, I'm not, uh, I'm not a hypocrite." So cool. Um, yes. Uh, oh, do I read that? Yeah. Uh, oh, so sweet. <laughs> um, I, you know what? Can I finish reading the the devotional with, uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. Jim uh, Ryman's portion on this, just really quick before we get to the scripture. Um, so, uh, Jim Ryman is the editor, uh, for the updated version of morning by morning uh, by Charles Spurgeon. And he says, indeed, we should honor the Lord by trusting solely in him. If however, you walk in fear of going it alone, heed these words of the Psalmist. In my anguish, I cried to the Lord and he answered by setting me free. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I will look in triumph on my enemies. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Psalm 118, 5 through 9. And he continues by saying, Isra, um, there- Ezra sorry, uh, certainly understood this truth, as did the apostle Paul, who in one of his missionary journeys went alone to Corinth one of the most evil cities of the Roman Empire, yet he was not alone. For one night, the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision. Do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent. For I am with you and no one else is going to attack and harm you. Fear is sin and brings the opposite of safety. For fear of man will prove to be a snare. But whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. So one reason I wanted to read that, uh, because as I read it the first time, I thought about what we were talking about earlier is that I, uh, had, had read about, or had heard about this website with the teachers union that brought me some new information that was very, I, I believe was very important for me to tell the, the, the community of which I'm trying to, you know, do some work here in the school district and, and trying to get some people elected that, um, the information in there was very, it was very bad. <laughs> it was bad for our children. It, 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 teaches teachers how to, um, bring in sex education and teach them about all kinds of debauchery. It's just, it's just nasty, horrible stuff too much that I could even say on a devotional. If you want to see it, you can go and find my show, vote PYL vote. Um, and then you said something about, you know, the union, you know, has ways of dealing with people that go against the, the union. And, um, I just, I just thought of that, you know, and and it's, you're so right, but it's not going to stop me that I I believe that I, the Lord has my back on this.
1: Well, I mean, that's what I was going to say about Paul. So Paul, uh, the Lord tells him this one keeps speaking. Don't be afraid. He doesn't get attacked in this visit, but he ultimately dies. He's Mm -hmm. ultimately killed. Yeah. So it's when you have, you have no fear when any outcome is okay with you. Yeah, <laughs> That's really the yeah. essence of it because that is to live as Christ and to die as game. Mm-hmm. You know, if you live by those principles, that's the freedom. Now, the hard part for a lot of people is getting to that point, yep. is, uh, is getting to the point where saying, you know, any outcome is okay because I'm with the Lord. Either he's with me here or I'll be with him there. Mm-hmm. Either one is fine with me.
0: I felt a little extra even motivation with this whistleblower from the FBI. His name's Kyle. I forget his last name. Uh, But he had, he brought out some information about what was going on with some of the things that we see happening in our world right now. And uh, during the first interview, he said, uh, he was asked, you know, have you been contacted by the FBI about you, you know, telling these truths that, um, that, you know, about what it is that, you know, uh, that's happening. And he goes, not yet, but I'm expecting it. And he just said, you know, this is, but I'm doing it. I'm, I'm not allowing that to keep me from speaking the truth. Yep. And then I was just watching uh, another show today, which he was on. And he says, guess what happened after that show aired yesterday? I got contacted by the FBI and they want me to fly to headquarters um, tomorrow. I think it is. I think not tomorrow, Monday.
1: And they have yeah. the ability to make his life help.
0: Yes. You But, know, so- but his, his, um, his honor and what he knows to be true is is far more important. And he's a believer.
1: And no matter what you think of President Trump, look at what he puts himself through to yeah. say what he wants to say. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's pride. I don't know if it's faith. I don't know what it is. But the abuse he takes and he just he, yeah. he doesn't need the money. No. You know what I mean? It's costing him a fortune to have all of these lawyers fight these battles. He's fighting yeah. them constantly on 20 fronts.
0: Yeah. But he doesn't he won't give up. No. You know, again, when you're, when you're standing on principle and when it's, it's righteous and right, you gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Um, but, uh, you know, these things are happening to our children and will happen to our children, uh, probably no matter what, um, you still got to fight. You can't just say, well, it's going to happen to them. So let's just let it happen to them. I don't, I don't believe. And I'm in it, I'm in it to win it. And, uh, it'll either be here on this earth or in heaven uh i want to read uh, yeah. kate's
1: she says thank you for uh our prayers the pain left and she slept yes. ah praise report <laughs> hallelujah that is reports. the greatest greatest report ever i'm uh-huh. so happy to hear that kate yeah. and she says the acceptance of our lives where we are right now and trusting god with the outcome beings peace amen
0: yep uh, did you get anything further out of that portion of the reading other than what we talked about uh just
1: just the example of of corinth that he Mm -hmm. uses the example that paul was comforted by god's words but later on when he was telling the the rest of the church you know the new believers that he's going to rome they were like are you crazy you're gonna get killed there and he's like and so (laughs) you know what i mean like it, it was it was of no consequence to him because he had to run his race he had to finish, he had to preach the gospel, and he says, I am free of your blood. Mm. You know what I mean? So he just said that I have, I take no responsibility for what happens after I'm gone because I did what I was supposed to do. Mm. I left none of my mission undone.
0: All right. You know, that, that is. there's still some shock, I think, that I have now, the more that I know about our faith. And how important it is to believe in God and to trust in God, even in the face of dangers. When we say we are Christians, or when we are going to follow through, and, and when nothing, when something is not right, we will speak out. That there's Christians that don't speak up because they're afraid of losing their job or they're afraid I mean, of those are real they're, they're, consequences. They're I don't blame them. Uh, I don't blame them. I just find it shocking. I don't really. I,
1: I it's. Do. I mean, accepting consequences. Uh, when you could just keep silent, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I empathize with that. I understand. But
0: you're, you're a much better person than I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay,
1: I'm, just occasionally. I'm a little mean. Oh, only, only occasionally.
0: <laughs> but I do appreciate Not your support. a
1: better person. It's an empathetic.
0: I don't know that I could have been with anybody else on this planet, because you understand the fight. You understand the battle. You understand, I mean, being in a, a, a contract for the FBI uh, at a time that... You know, when you're wearing a job, battle um,
1: tested combat ready. That
0: you went in it anyway, you walked in that FBI office with a head covering, knowing that <laughs> nobody was going to trust you. <laughs> nobody was like, what's she doing in here? Who left the door open? It's who, who didn't lock the door? Um, so you know that how important it is, you know, yes. for us that you may understand, but that's why that you're a better person than I am. I don't no, just uh, empathy. Yeah, all right. What's that? What's that? Uh, I, sympathy. I know. No, okay. <laughs> sympathy is.
1: I don't know. I don't want to be rude.
0: <laughs> There's other things in my earlier podcast. I had no idea what those well, things were. I don't
1: want to hear. So- <laughs> you don't want to hear about it either, folks. You really don't. I went to
0: sex crime school, Snugs. Oh, I went yeah. to sex crime school to oh, learn man, horrible. some horrible, I saw some horrible things. And today, in a teacher's handout to students, they were talking about stuff that I've never heard before. Folks, I, which I, is literally, crazy. I
1: literally threw the papers because it was so disgusting. It was so disgusting. I'm horrified at the thought that my daughter could get a hold of that one day and read it.
0: It's 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 made, I, I thought I had it here with me, but it's, it's made to look like a handout you would get at school.
1: Yeah. Pretty colors and...
0: And handcuffs and chains. Oh. Uh. Yuck. But flowers and other things on it. It was it's demonic. It is demonic. It yeah. is the craziest no thing you've ever seen in, in your world. So go ahead. Sorry.
1: Near death once, waiting for an ambulance, and happily thought to the Lord, My faith has made me unafraid to die. And he mm. oppressed upon me. What about living for me? Ah, good. That's good. That's what we say sometimes when a man says to a woman, I'll die for you and say, What about living for me?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll live for you, Snooks. Thank you. Let's get to the scripture real quick. Second Chronicles 32, 8.
1: With him is only the arm of flesh, meaning worldly power, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people gain confidence from what Hezekiah, the king of Judah, had said. Again, the importance of leadership. Strength hmm. and courage in a leader just creates strength and leader, you know, strength and courage in the people who are following and Psalm 62, five, my soul wait thou upon my Lord for my expectation is from him.
0: So cool. That's how it was? Just real quick, real quick. Yes. And I'm going to leave this to you to talk about it. Um, today we're at uh brother friend's church. Uh, Pastor Matthew Cork led today. We had great worship. Yes. Um, and it was a good message again that we've been on this this topic all week because of the the series we're in it's the it's been the topic of the week and that has to do with the um the sower
1: yes the parable of the sower
0: and um was there something just in relationship to that parable and what Matthew talked sure. about what what was <laughs>
1: <that>? <laughs> so the parable right it goes through the four conditions the people who the word falls and satan takes it before it even falls uh no, that they, they don't even receive the word. Yeah, Satan takes it before they even receive it, before it even sits in their heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second where they get joy, um, but it, it doesn't take root because they can't, they don't build roots, they're not grounded and, they, and, the, and that joy and faith eventually dissipates. The third group is they, it, they try to have it take root, but it's choked out by the world. And then the fourth is those with good soil who within them, it grows and produces fruit. So not just growing for yourself, but it produces fruit implying others are eating that fruit. 30, 60, hundred times. Yes. That's the, yeah, that's the Mark version. And uh, he gave this wonderful example. He's was like, first of all, ask yourself, which one are you? And even if you think you're somewhere between three and four choked by the cares of the world, or producing and growing he says make sure you're not like astroturf which is perfectly manicured beautiful grass-like looking substance but if you lift it underneath it's nothing but weeds and rocks (laughs) and i thought that was the best example of christianity today in i think most of america Mm -hmm. is that people are not walking with jesus they're just culturally christians and a lot of people are really good at pretending to be Christ followers. Right. Even our pastor, Pastor Jack says, I don't even like the word Christian. He's like, I don't even know what it means anymore. Even when somebody tells me I'm a Christian, I just look at them. Uh-huh. I have no idea what you mean by that, but okay. <laughs> you know, because you just don't know what people mean by that anymore. Right. Because if their lifestyle, if you see no breakthrough, if and I'm not meaning this critically, I'm just saying for all of us to ponder that if we don't see breakthrough in our lives, if we don't see transformation, if we do not feel the Holy Spirit restrainer, where we're engaged in some kind of conflict or we're stressed out. And if we don't feel that pull of the Holy Spirit, say, do I, I need to ask ourselves, do I really have the Holy Spirit? Mm. And because if you don't, then make sure you get it. It's so, so important. And I think that's something that the Lord has put on our hearts to help. You've had that experience. You spent decades living that life. And the Lord's called you to true faith so -hmm. that you could share your testimony with others and be like, don't be that guy. Don't be that woman. Don't just walk around the church playing Christian. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, God's calling you to hire because we will not be fortified to handle the end times with fake Christianity. We will, this community will suffer a great deal if uh, we have a fake walk, because that strength and courage that you speak of, that comes from the Lord.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That dedication to your passion for the kids, that comes from the Holy Spirit, that comes from the Lord, you know? And so we cannot walk this walk at this day and age in such a time as this without a certain level of consecration and having and having the surety of knowing we are saved redeemed and we have now a purpose there's a calling what gifts do i have what is my calling what has god fa- fashioned me for on the earth to do to accomplish what are my gifts that he's given me to accomplish them with we need to constantly ask ourselves those questions because if we don't know the answers we need to push in to get the answers so i love that
0: that was awesome that was an awesome
1: little friend. rant
0: yeah. <laughs> no wrap up of uh, today's message thank you i, I just love the, the simplicity of of being reminded that the seeds are god's words and the soil is our heart yes is your heart uh, thorns <laughs> rocks
1: <laughs> hard hardened oh, surface yeah you
0: know because that the the message won't won't grow in yes. your heart
1: and the Lord's even said that in the scripture yeah awesome. place the heart of stone for a heart of flesh
0: mm-hmm. I, I love that Kate gave us the definitions of empathy <laughs> 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 and I do appreciate that I very appreciate the comment very much but uh yeah no I know what empathy means it says I don't have much of it for whiners and people who are lazy
1: but she gives, she gives an important <laughs> distinction. Okay. Empathy is feeling for the person and walking alongside them. Sympathy is when you feel sorry for them. Mm. It deepens their suffering and offers no support to help them walk through their journey. Interesting okay. distinction. Yes. That's awesome. Carrie says self-evaluation is very important. I I think about that constantly. Um, Kate says this is a better explanation. I think of you mean of the parable? I hope no. that's... Oh, here we go. (laughs) Sympathy involves understanding from your own perspective. Empathy involves putting yourself in the other person's shoes and understanding why they may have these feelings. Ah, I like that one better. Much better than the first one. Mm -hmm. In becoming aware of the root cause of why a person feels the way they do, we can better understand and provide healthier options. Yes. And I I think that um, when the Lord wants to give you a prophetic gift or the gift of discernment, that's what he gives is that you are able to walk alongside someone because he puts empathy in your heart and then tells you why, like you, this person is broken or wounded because X, Y, or Z happened. They're sad because they can't move ahead because they feel that they've been hurt in some way. And I, I was telling one of the ladies last night that I get these very, uh, very difficult.
0: We were at at home. We were at uh, at a home church of my friend
1: Mariama. And I get these very difficult messages about people when I'm standing and praying with them. And I don't repeat them because I don't want to hurt them. And she said, I used to get the same thing. And I learned um, from the Lord to flip it. So speak life over them, over what the Lord would say to them, not tell them what their problem is because they already know what it is Mm -hmm. so he says for example if you if the lord tells you this person's very sad our job as as ministering to them and praying for them is may the the lord of the joy of the lord fill you may he fill you with his peace he's lifting you up remember he sees you whole and beautiful like the way he created you is lifting the sadness without having to call it out and i was like oh that's brilliant that's awesome yeah it's really helpful
0: yeah, we had a great night at the church, uh, home yes. church last night, too. Uh, but tomorrow night is our home church here. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Yes. Yeah, you have a busy day. You're going to be running out and coming back.
1: Yes. But, My uh, daughter has a big competition, so please say a prayer for her. The team does well.
0: And that you, you know, drive safely and get back safely. That would be awesome. Uh, oh, useful. Huh. Ah, useful. Not, oh, useful. All right. So, um, you know What? Can I say a prayer for us?
1: Yes, of course. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay. Dear Lord, we love you so much. And we just uh, appreciate this time with our friends uh, that um, they could just spend uh, uh, just a few moments out of their day to hear what you have to say through uh, Charles Spurgeon and the words that you have given us. Um, Hopefully uh, we did you Um, Well, uh, with the words that we spoke, I uh, just simply want to pray for uh, Hetty's travels tomorrow. There's a lot going on tomorrow that we need her to go um, some great distance and to to do what she needs to do there and come back. Bless Zara while she's with her friends, allow her to be light to other people. Uh, We have a great group of people that she will be surrounded by tomorrow, good Christian people, um, and and we want them to be light to her in the same way. Uh, give us uh, the power to speak your words tomorrow night at our home church. Yes, that uh, the people that come to hear you, that they will experience you through uh, this opportunity that you've given us to have them at our house, and um, and we just thank you for that. We we know that we're really not worthy, uh, but um, you have made us very powerful because we uh, know that you live in us, and you will give us uh, everything that we need tomorrow. Uh, to spread the seed and uh, to hopefully give them good soil in their hearts so they can absorb it and grow uh, while they're here and take it home with them. We love you, God, and we thank you for our day. We thank you for this evening, and we uh, look forward to our future with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: And bless all of you. Bless all of you for the walk that you're walking. And I hope you consider, uh, as our pastor tonight said, You know what are you doing? It can't be enough just to go to church on Sunday. And so we really appreciate that all of you come on and we hope that you feel that you're growing in a deeper relationship with the Lord as we go through the scripture and we all contemplate it together. So I hope it's as much a blessing for you as it is for us.
0: Awesome. And thank you for the amens and your uh, prayers for, for Zara. And heady tomorrow, and I guess myself too. All right. We love you guys.
1: Thank you. God bless. God bless.
0: Take care. Oh, and get that EDIFI app, EDIFI.app. All right. Talk to you guys later. (laughs) Goodbye.